Hallelujah, everyone. Uh, this is Pastor Daniel Yebo, Lightweight Church of God in Christ, Arena of Release and Breakthrough. We are located in the city of Redland, Southern California, United States of America, and also we have locations in Ghana and West Africa that God has used Lightweight Church to establish as part of our missionary assignment. Uh, the word of the Lord say, go ye into the world. And going into the world means touching the needs of people. Act the grace of God using you to save souls from darkness to light and blessing those that need the blessings of God. And we are also um, asking the grace of God to be over your life this hour as we come to you in service. Hallelujah, I have a praise report and that I was sick and the Spirit of God healed me. Amen. The power in the name of Jesus healed me. So this is my praise report. Last week, Sunday, I couldn't come on, on air to preach uh, because I was sick, laid in, in bed sick. But during the course of the week, I've caught healing and my health has improved tremendously and it's no other than the power of God that have healed me and given me strength to carry on with his assignment and with what else he wants me to do. And so if you are hearing me this hour, the Spirit of God heal you and give you a healing testimony. Let's look at the Word of God in Exodus chapter 15 verse 26. There the Lord made a statue and an ordinance for them, and there he tested them, saying, If you will diligently listen and pay attention to the voice of the Lord your God, and do what is right in his sight, and listen to his commandments, and keep all his precepts and statutes, then I will not put on you on you any of the diseases which I have put on the Egyptians. For I am the Lord who heals you. Say, the Lord is my healer. I want you to proclaim healing right now. The Lord is my healer. The Lord is your healer. Glory, hallelujah. And I also want to remind us, this Sunday is communion Sunday on earth, and you could participate in the future, or now as you watch this service or be part of this service, by looking at how the Spirit of God leads us to observe this communion ordinance. And it said, do as often. So you could always get you this communion elements, go in the store and buy them, and then observe communion. If you want to do every day, every week, once a month, you, you have grace to do it. I should do it. In principle, hallelujah. Uh, we have, um, before we go into seven, we have uh, Prophet Daniel Yaboa, the psalmist of lightweight church of God in Christ, young man with anointing, the grace and the power of God, the prophet, he carries the prophetic answer on his life. Hallelujah. We are calling on him to lead us in praise and worship. And I ask that everyone participate in spirit. Hallelujah. And God will locate you at the point of your name. Daniel, you could take us. testimony that God made a way. You got this 
figured out and you're watching us now and when it looks as if we can win you grab us by your arms and step in and everything we need you supply you've got this in control and now we know that you backs were against the wall and it looked as if it were over you you made a way and we're standing here only because you made you made a way Pick us up and you, you made a way. When our backs were against the wall, and it looked as if it were over you, he made a way. And we're standing here only because you made you move mountains, you cause walls to fall with your power. You perform miracles, there is nothing that is impossible, and we're standing. Causes walls to fall by his power. He performs miracles. There is nothing that's impossible. And we're standing here only because he made. And we're standing How great, how great 
God. You're the name. You're the name above all names. You're worthy of all praise. And our hearts will sing how great is our God. We're going to sing it again. One more lap. How great. Our God, sing with me how great is our God. Oh, see how great, how great is our God. How great is our God. God, it's all seeing how great, how great is our God. He's the name above all names. He is worthy of all praise. And our hearts will sing how great he is our God. He's the name above all names. He is worthy of all praise. And our how great is our God. There's a song that came upon my heart this week. It's just one word over and over again. It's Yeshua. 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 Let me be like Mary, open to the movements of your heart. Blessed in the keeping of your promise, faithful friend of God. Let me love your presence, all the many gifts you've given me Ooh. more than any gift I could receive you're more than all my dreams if I could have anything let it be your eyes on me 
Every time I catch your gaze, my world starts changing. I don't have that much to bring, just a simple song to sing. Why can't I have anything? Let me be an offering. Let me be an offering. Let me be an offering. We're just gonna sing the chorus again. Let it be his eyes on me. Cause every time I catch his gaze, my world starts changing. I don't have that much to bring, just a simple song to sing. If I could have anything, let me be in love. Let me be in Let me be in What a beautiful name it is. What a beautiful name it is. The name of Jesus Christ, my what a wonderful name it is Nothing compares to this What a wonderful name it is The name of Jesus Hallelujah, amen We thank God for this wonderful praise and worship and led by the Spirit of God, God continue to anoint you, release His grace, favor over your life, Prophet Daniel Yeboah Jr. God bless you. Hallelujah. We, I have a word for you this this hour, wherever you're watching me from. But before then, I want to remind you of our communion ordinance right after the word. So look for a cup with water and some bread or crackers, anything made out of flour. If you don't have the actual communion, I know most people don't have it, but you could also use bread or water or juice. Um, and we're gonna bless it and ask the Spirit of God to sanctify it and, 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 and turn it into the spiritual elements uh, for us to observe this communion which will be acceptable spiritual in, in spiritual principle in honor of God. Now, I want to remind you that this is a spiritual exercise, not a religious one. Hallelujah. So we are doing it that the Spirit of God will touch us in areas of our life and bless us, heal us, deliver us, save us so from destruction, and also release blessings of our lives. Glory. Hallelujah. I want us to go into prayer this hour. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you, magnify, bless, and adore your holy name as we, as we come together in fellowship. I ask that the power of God, the Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, we call on you to come and lead and guide the affairs of this service. Holy Spirit, come and bless us. Holy Spirit, come and heal. Holy Spirit, come and deliver. Holy Spirit, come and save souls from darkness to light unto Christ. Holy Spirit, come and bless. Release the grace of blessings, breakthrough over our lives, that this service will be filled with the glory, the anointing, the power, and the presence of God. In the name of Jesus. Once again, my name is Pastor Daniel Yeboah, Lightweight Church of God in Christ. Hallelujah. Amen. My word this morning is entitled, 
What is God saying? What is God saying? Because obviously, God is always speaking to us. The voice of God is always around us. When you read Genesis, it said every morning, the voice of God walked through the garden. To what? To speak to the first man and woman that was created. To speak to Adam and Eve. The voice of the Lord comes every day around us to give us direction, instructions. Hallelujah. How to be in good relationship and fellowship with God the Father. Because Jesus said, no one could come to me except I call them to myself. Glory, hallelujah. So this morning we are looking at what is God saying? Because God is speaking. God is speaking through his spirit. God is speaking through the word of God. Anytime you read it, God is speaking through his prophets. God is speaking through the messages you are scrolling through online. And that comes to God is speaking from the inside, your subterranean chambers of your soul, your conscience, your heart. That's where the spirit of God dwells and speaks to you every day. Hallelujah. If you're going to be aware of the presence of God around you, if you're going to be aware of the spirit of God around you, hallelujah, God is saying something. And what is he saying to you? Hallelujah. Which means you have to come in awareness. And that's what this message is supposed to achieve. To create the awareness for you to know to always be in expectation around you. God is speaking to your wife. God is speaking to your children. Hallelujah. Your neighbor. Even your, your, your pets. God could be speaking to them, to you. Hallelujah. All them two powerful prophetic dogs. Hallelujah. One of them very destructive. Everybody said, oh, this dog that destroys everything everywhere. Everybody can sell this dog. Give this dog away. This dog is too destructive. And, and, and I had the voice like, no, you can't give this dog away. The activity, the things that this dog is doing is what I put in this dog to be of a protection for your household. Glory and hallelujah. Just imagine if I sold this dog. Or gave that dog away. A very troublesome dog. But the hand of God is upon that dog. Hallelujah. So we are looking at what is God's saying. Saying calls for hearing. Because if God is saying something, then you ought to be in a position to hear. Right? Most of the time in relationship. We, 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 we be angry at our partners. Because sometimes we be speaking, your wife, be, we, yeah, your wife, our wife always want you. They want, when they're speaking, they be like, and they could tell you are not really paying attention to what they say. You just minding your, you know, you just, your mind is somewhere else. But they say, are you are not hearing me. Can you hear what I'm saying? So the Spirit of God is saying, I'm saying, Something, but can you pay attention and hear me? Listen to what I'm saying. Let us look at first Samuel chapter 3, verse 6 to 14. That's our foundational scripture this morning. Then the Lord called yet again. The Lord they were called with me. The Lord said something. Yet again, Samuel. So Samuel arose and went to Eli and said, Here I am. For you called me, he answered. I did not call my son. Lie down again. Now someone did not yet know the Lord. So some of us, we cannot decipher. We cannot uh, determine the voice of the Lord. So was the Lord yet revealed to him? And the Lord called someone again, third time. So he arose and went to Eli and said, yeah, 
here I am, for you did call me. Then Eli perceived, he did what? Eli, the priest, the, 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 the head pastor, the head prophet, he was used to God speaking. He, he, he is able to tell when God is speaking. So now, now, now then Eli perceived. Could you perceive God speaking to you this hour through this message? That the Lord had called the boy. Therefore, Eli said to someone, Go lay down, and it shall be. If he calls you that, you must say, Speak loud. Speak loud. I want you to repeat that after me. Speak loud for your servant hears. So someone went and laid down in his place. Now the Lord, but why did Eli tell the young prophet Samuel to say, speak loud? Because then the spirit of the Lord is made aware that now you are attentive. Now what I'm about to say to you is of importance. And I want you to give it that, that, that type of importance, that type of a reverence. So I'm ready to hear the important message that you have to speak to me, that I may carry on. Because remember, every voice of the Lord, anytime God is speaking, he's speaking a blessing, he's speaking a direction, he's giving you a way out of darkness. But God is speaking to deliver you, to heal you, to save your soul. Because this time, it was salvation coming. It was to the, this, 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 where that God was speaking to someone, because look at it, Eli was there. God did not want to talk to Eli. This was a young boy, about 17 years old. Never heard of the voice of the Lord. Hallelujah. And this was the time he was being called to carry the prophetic anointing. Hallelujah. Glory be to the name of the Lord. So what God was about to say was to change, was to bring what? A paradigm shift. A paradigm shift in the, in the society, in the country itself. A paradigm shift in the prophetic atmosphere because the Lord has found him a new prophet and he was going to appoint anointing for him to carry on his work. And so this was an important message. Now the Lord came, the Lord came and stood and called us at other time. Somewhere, somewhere. Listen to this. The Lord came and stood as other than, because which means all the life of Samuel, God has been speaking. All his life up to this point, he has been speaking, but he hasn't developed the senses, the spiritual senses to determine when God is speaking, to pick it up. And that's the position most of us are. So we are in darkness. We cannot find our way out of a situation that we find ourselves in. Hallelujah. And someone answered, speak for your servant here. Then the Lord said to Samuel, behold, I will do something in Israel. I wish both ears or ears of everyone who hears it will tingle. In that day, I will perform against Eli. All that I have spoken concerning his house from beginning to end. For I have told him that I would judge his house before the iniquity which he knows. Because his sons made themselves vile and he did not restrain them. And therefore I have sworn to the house of Eli that the iniquity of Eli's house shall not atone for my sacrifice or offering forever. Enough is enough. I'm done. No more grace. No more grace. Hallelujah. That's exactly what God was saying. I have given grace upon grace upon grace upon grace. No more this time. 
taking the necessary action. Glory be to the name of the Lord. Saying and hearing is two components of communication. Saying and hearing is two components of communication. In order for us to benefit from what God is saying, we should make ourselves what? Available to hear what God has to say by his spirit, the Holy Spirit. So God speaks through his spirit, the Holy Spirit. Saying and hearing, hallelujah, it's just like we humans in our relationships. Therefore, one has to listen, develop a listening skill to sense God speaking. And that's what the young prophet Samuel lacked. He lacked that, 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 that spirit of listening. Hallelujah. And that's why most of us are, I'm not speaking to you as listening to, yes, it's important to listen to people you are in relationship with or all around you. Hallelujah. But um, this is in the spiritual sense with your relationship with God the Father. I'm here releasing this word concerning your relationship with God the Father, that you will seek the help of the Holy Spirit to develop the sense of listening, the sense of listening. Hallelujah. It's a grace. You have to seek God for if you don't have it. You have to seek God for that grace to be able to listen. Because I've learned that and, 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 and when uh, I know when God is speaking, to be attentive, to listen because he's giving me instruction to do things that will bring a, a, a special impartation or special grace or lift us up into a different level, dimension spiritually. So we have, therefore, one has to listen to what God is saying by his spirit. And this is the area we oftentimes fail due to spiritual chaos, confusion, distraction, disorderliness, which are caused by disobedience. All these chaos, confusion, disturbing this orderliness that prevents us from listening because our spirit and our soul is thrown into confusion because of the things that we indulge in in our normal daily affairs. Most people do not have the sense of working in righteousness, the sense of working by the leading of the Holy Spirit. And so therefore, we are all confused. You realize, because the young prophet Samuel was confused and was going back and forth, the Spirit of God could not speak. And what was the instruction that uh, the master prophet gave him? Go lay down at peace. Be quiet. And this is why God visits us in the deepest time of sleep, when nobody else is speaking to us. That is when God visits us and, and gives us direction, deep sleep. When we are in deep sleep, when we cannot hear any noise around us, that is when God begins to give us visions and dreams and speak to us. Hallelujah. Let's look at them. Second uh, Timothy chapter 3, verse 1 to 15. Because the lack of love for God and his word has led to waywardness. The lack for God and his word has led to what? Waywardness, which produces what? Spiritual deafness. Waywardness, which produces Spiritual deafness, spiritually you are deaf. And I hear and decipher the Spirit of God speaking. That's the number one problem we have in our society, in homes, in, uh, in, in leadership, 
and governance. This issue transpires all across both society, from the leadership, political leadership of our nation, of our communities, of our country, trick it down to our family level. Mm. Our pity teachers in schools, the type of disobedience and stubbornness they have to deal with in their classrooms. And where is that coming from? From homes of children, parents that cannot hear the voice of God and train likewise. And this is what Eli paid for. The priesthood was shifted from his household because he could not restrain his children. Many parents are suffering from the consequences of the disobedience of their children because of not being able to restrain them and instill order in them. Most parents are dealing with children that are involved with the law in and out of jail court because they could not instill discipline in their children. Hallelujah. So let's look at um, 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 1 to 5. It said, But now this, but not, no, but know this, that in the last days, perilous times will come. For men will be lovers of themselves, lovers of money, boasters, proud, blasphemous, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy, unloving, unforgiving, slanderous, without self-control, brutal, despisers of good, brutal, despisers of good, traitors, headstrong, hardy, lovers of pleasure, rather than what? Lovers of God. Mm. Having a form of godliness, having what? A form of godliness, but deny its power. And from such people, turn away. Sometimes, as part of the activities of demons, preventing many to hear what thou hear the Lord, there are three types of hearing loss as biology, biology described them. We are breaking the system of hearing. And from, from the biological hearing loss leads to spiritual hearing loss. But apart from demons preventing many from hearing, because the moment you are able to decipher, to determine the voice of God speaking to you, that ends your bondage and captivity. That ends your problem. Hallelujah. Because the Spirit of God could be speaking to you where to go, which church to go, what pastor to call, where to go to get problems. By you, you can't hear. You can't hear God. You don't need your senses, your spiritual senses to hear are dead. Demons are taking over. <laughs> May the Lord's power visit you, locate you, and break every demonic deafness you are experiencing or dealing with right now. In the mighty name of Jesus, your spiritual hearing be open by the power of the Holy Ghost. So let's look at this biological hearing loss. The first one is sensor neural hearing loss. Sensor neural hearing loss. And that is dealing with the electrical system in your brain and your spinal cord. Conductive hearing loss and mixed hearing loss. But let's look at statistics. Statistics says hearing loss affects 1.5 billion people worldwide. That's huge. 1.5 people worldwide cannot hear. In the U.S. alone, U.S. alone, 38 million people have issues with hearing. That's huge. 38 million people have issues with hearing. But let's look at just one. Sensor neural hearing loss symptoms are uh, described as difficulties understanding speech, 
when spoken at a low level. Difficulties understanding speech when spoken at a low level. For us to pinpoint that, yes, demonic forces could prevent you and stop you from hearing from what thou hear the Lord. Because what thou hear the Lord, Shebala Makaba, is prophetic, is to release the prophetic word, the prophetic word you need to release you from bondage and captivity. The prophetic word you need to bring healing to you. The prophetic word you need to bring deliverance. Demons will stop you from sensing that way. Glory, hallelujah. But I come this hour that you might be received prophetic hearing. The senses to be able to hear what thou share thereof. In the mighty name of Jesus. Hearing issues often comes what? Speech impairment. You can't speak. The deaf and dumb spirit. We are dealing with the deaf and dumb spirit. Since these could be bad defects caused by these demons, some could also be spiritual death and damnness. Some come out of their womb already demonically bound to be deaf and dumb. And some too, activities of demons could block that sense of hearing. Let's look at Mark chapter 9, verse 17 to 26. Mark chapter 9, verse 17 to 26. I have five more minutes to tell with you. It said, Then one of the crowd answered and said, Teacher, I brought you my son who has a mute spirit. Mute can't speak. And wherever it seizes him, it throws him down. He forms at the mouth, gnashes his teeth, and becomes rigid. So I spoke to your disciples that they should cast it out, but they could not. He answered him and said, Oh, fatherless generation, how long shall I be with you? How long shall I bear with you? Bring him to me. Then they brought him to they brought him to him. And when he saw him, immediately the spirit convulsed him, and he fell on the ground and wallowed foaming at the mouth. So he asked his father, How long has this been happening to him? And he said, From childhood. And often he has thrown him both into fire and into water to destroy him. But if you can do anything, have compassion on us and help us. Jesus said to him, if you can believe, all things are possible to him who believes. All things are possible to him who believes. Immediately the father of the child cried out and said with tears, Lord, I believe, help my unbelief. When Jesus saw that the people came running together, he rebuked the unclean spirit, saying to him, Death and that spirit, I command you, come out of him and enter him no more. Then the spirit cried out and convulsed him greatly. What did Jesus say? What spirit did Jesus speak to? Jesus spoke to the demon that had caused this boy not to hear and speak. He spoke to that spirit, come out of him. You death and down spirit. And he became once dead, so that many said he is dead. But Jesus took him by the hand and lifted him up, and he arose, speaking. Glory, hallelujah. Beloved, for the sake of time, I think I'll end here, and we will continue next Sunday. But I want to pray for you. As Jesus spoke to that death and damn spirit to come out, I released the power of the Holy Spirit to destroy and to deliver you, your hearing senses, your spiritual hearing senses from any death and damn spirit. But the same way you could hear spiritually, you could declare 
into your circumstance, into your problem, into your situation. What thou sayest the Lord. So I release the power of the Holy Spirit to deliver your hearing senses from any dead spirit that is causing you, preventing you from hearing what thou sayest, Lord. And any damn spirit preventing you from decreeing and declaring prophetically what thou sayest, Lord. Because if you say what God says, you will see what you say. If you say what God says, what is God saying? What God is saying to you, what God is saying from his word. If you speak that in your circumstance, you are saying what God says, and therefore you will see what God has said. This is why the spirits are preventing you from prophetic uttering into your circumstance. I release the grace of God over your life that you hear and speak what God is saying in the mighty name of Jesus. And also, as we have prayed, we are about to go into communion ordinance. And I want to ask you a question. Because the word of the Lord says, it is appointed for man to die. And there's judgment after death. Do you know Jesus? And the question you're going to be asked, whether you are alive in the second coming, or you were dead and you were resurrected to face judgment. That after you die, is not the end of your life. It's appointed for man to die. The word of God in Hebrews, I believe, says there's judgment after death. And the question is, what did you do with Jesus? Jesus said, I come. John 10, 10. The enemy cometh to kill, steal, and destroy. But I have come that you may have life and have it abundance. And this life is living life on earth and, 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 and also eternal life. Continuing in life as it is designed spiritually. We are only coming through this earth to be with your maker, to be in heaven. That's life eternity. And that you will live forever and ever. Hallelujah. If you do not know Jesus or you want to rededicate your life back to Christ, I want you to. Why am I saying rededicate? Because most people have not been part of church. They have walked away from the things of God, doing their own thing in the world. Because uh, you, if you go into our sanctuaries and now, many people are amazed in church after the pandemic. So we are calling you back to Christ so you could rededicate your life back to him that the spirit will give you a, 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 a new beginning in the Lord. I want you to say this prayer after me. Dear Jesus, I thank you for down the cross to save me from my sins. Forgive me of my sins. I believe that you are the son of God. I invite you into my heart to be my Lord and personal Savior. And I'll serve you, dear Jesus, for the rest of my life. This is a covenant prayer. If you are saying this for the first time, you have been saying it many times, but you did not mean it. But if you are saying it in faith for the same time, first time meaning what you are saying, I declare you saved. A multitude of angels in the heavens are rejoicing for your soul. Hallelujah. And your name has been written in the Lamb's Book of Life. Lamb's Book of Life. I want you to take a look for our scriptures and read Revelation chapter 20, verse 12 to 15. It's a book where God records the name of the souls that come to Christ in salvation and walk in righteousness. In the last days, the book of judgment is the Lamb book of life. If your name is not in it, straight to the lake fire to enjoy the lake fire with Satan and his demons forever and ever. The lake of fire is not meant for you and I. It's meant for Satan and his demons. The last place of destruction. My 
my daughter's question at Sunday school this morning that I gave answers to. Last place of destruction for Satan and his demons is the lake of fire. God bless you. If you were shaped, our information is on the screen. Send us an email, lightweightchurches at gmail.com. Request for information to help you with your salvation. We also open the doors of lightweight church of God in Christ for you to be a partner that you receive what God has for us to give you. And you also support lightweight church financially. We solicit for your financial support. Now, when we go in the missionary field, whatever blessing comes out of it, God will also bless you. That you give financially, ask the Spirit of God to lay an amount on your heart. That you give financially to support Lightweight Church of God in Christ. If you are giving our information, every information you need is on the screen. Dollar sign lightweight churches or text to give 833 901 2082. 833 901 2082. Our website address is lightweightchurch.com. Every information you want about lightweight church, you can find it over there. God bless you and God be with you if you are giving. After the part, if you are given financially as a worship of sacrifice, your worship unto God, sacrificial giving as your worship unto God is different. You are giving as a sacrifice. So you can't just be giving any money. You need to look at an amount that will touch you as an, a sacrifice. And it's supposed to be to an uh, given as a worship unto God. And God will bless you, meet you at the point of your need. When we say meet you at the point of your need, spiritual and physical, it means the Spirit of God will go into your life. You might be asking for financial breakthrough, but the Spirit of God knows you need to be delivered, you need to be healed from certain things, and then the blessings will come. The Spirit of God will go in and touch those needs, spiritually and physically, that you might be able to enjoy the blessings of God over your life. I release the grace, the favor of God, the protection of God, financial breakthrough, peace, and harmony all over your life. You're going out and you're coming in. Be honored by the Spirit of God. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Glory, hallelujah. It is time for communion. We have a few minutes to do communion. This time for communion, I want you to get your communion cups, every cup, if you are using water or juice, uh, bread, crackers. We are going to lift everything into the hands of the Lord, one element after the other in principle. And as I told you earlier, this is a spiritual exercise and not a religious activity. <coughs> God be with you. Hallelujah. The COVID is walking around again, so I remind you to mask up, mask up wherever you go. God bless you. Let's go to the scripture. 1 Corinthians chapter 11, verse 23 to 26. It says, For I received from the Lord that which I also delivered to you, that the Lord Jesus on the same night in which he was betrayed took bread. Let us all take bread. Whatever you are using as bread, if it's bread that we eat with our, with our breakfast, or if it is cooking or cracker, lift it up. Father, we are committing this bread that signifies your body into your hands, that you will sanctify, you will transform it spiritually into your body that was broken on the cross to save us. Your body broken brought healing unto us. It brought deliverance. Our needs spiritually are being met. You said you became poor. He who knew no, he who was rich, that we might be rich. Meet us at the point of our needs. Hallelujah. Save us from destruction. Bless us in every area of our lives. In Jesus' name. Let us eat the bread. Let us eat the bread.
and then pick the cup up, pick the cup up. The cup filled with water, the cup filled with juice, whatever is filled with liquid. Pick it up, pick it up now. We're gonna, we ask the Lord to sanctify Holy Spirit power, sanctify this cup. The first miracle of John chapter 2 that Jesus performed was turning water into wine. But I'm not referring to natural wine, but that the same grace that transformed, the same anointing power that transformed that water into wine, the same grace power, Holy Spirit, released over these cups to transform the contents of every cup that is being used to observe communion into the actual element, into the blood of Jesus that was poured on Calvary cross. Hallelujah. Holy Spirit, transform these elements into the scabs, into the actual communion elements that we need to observe this ordinance in the name of Jesus. He says, and when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, take it. This is my body which is broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same manner, also took the cup after supper, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood. Do this do as often as you, as you drink it in remembrance of me. It says, For as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, <coughs> you proclaim the Lord that till he comes. Father, let's drink this cup. Drink the content of the cup is blessed. We pray that the content of the cup be the blood of Jesus, washing away our sins, shedding us apart, bringing healing, delivering the blood of Jesus. I want you to pray. I cover myself in, under the blood of Jesus. I cover my house, so my children, my family, everyone. The church under the blood of Jesus. There's power in the blood of Jesus. That every satanic demonic attack assigned to kill, steal, and destroy will be destroyed by the blood of Jesus over my life, over your life, over your household. The blood of Jesus move as we have drunk this cup, as you have drunk it wherever you are, to bring healing of sickness, disease, and infirmity, to bring deliverance from satanic bondage and captivity, to release break to the power, the anointing, to be able to experience the expansion, enlargement, multiplication, financially, all over your life. The protection of God rests over us in the mighty name of Jesus. Say thank you, Jesus. 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 We bless the name of the Lord. One last announcement before I sign off. We have prayer, 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 prayer. Jesus, when he entered the temple, and they was, have turned the temple into a, a marketplace, the boy will Lord say, he whooped them, turned the the money changer table flipped every, everything, drove them out of the temple and said, my father's house shall be a house of prayer. My father's house shall be a house of prayer. We have prayer, prayer. Uh, our prayer line is an uh, altar, altar of prayer. This prayer line I'm about to present to you is an altar of prayer. And an altar is a, place, a spiritual place where spiritual things are exchanged. So you bring your needs and the Spirit of God takes it up and presents and supplies you with the answers to your needs. The prayer line is 515-603-5632, 515-603-5632. We are on prayer line Monday, Tuesday, Thursdays and Fridays, whatever time zone you are, this is 9 a.m. Pacific time, California time. So you have to Google 
What time? Your time is 9 a.m. California time. And then come on and pray. And God will meet you at the point of your niche. And Wednesdays, 5 to 6, we are in our sanctuary. Many people don't. We have a sanctuary that we are constructing. And at the appointed time, we are going to adore it. We're going to be serving God, praising God, thanking God for the great things he has done. Glory, hallelujah. This is Pastor Danny Airborne. I sign off. I'll meet you next Sunday for part two.